Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, August 2nd, 2021. Stand up for your country. Uh, I'm really angry tonight. I don't look angry. I have to look professionally genial, but I really am teed off. And I'm going to tell you why in a moment. So I'm not going to do the uh, Biden schedule because Biden didn't do anything again today. He never does anything. Um, And for those of you who voted for him or know people who do, that's a uh, topic of discussion. Why the president of the United States never has anything on his schedule. I mean, he, he has a briefing here. He makes comments there. But it's just ridiculous. But anyway, we'll leave that for another day because I want to get right to COVID. So President Biden should have held a press conference on Friday because the hysteria was growing throughout the country about a resurgence of COVID through the Delta variant. You heard of it, of course. Um, If you're paying attention, it was everywhere. And and panic is sued. Okay, so it's the president of the United States who has to calm things down. That's his job as the leader of the country. Biden is close to holding any kind of a press conference, didn't say anything. He has nobody out there now because Fauci's credibility is done. He's finished. Nobody believes him. Uh, The guy is just like uh, CNN may still like him, but nobody else does. All right. So what is the problem? The problem is that the federal government told everybody, if you get vaccinated, you're protected against COVID. But now with these new variants of COVID, some people are getting the virus even when vaccinated. The problem is they are infinitesimal. Word of the day, infinitesimal. If you're vaccinated, you're protected. A few people get it, but not many. Nobody dies, okay, who uh, has been vaccinated. Now, I'll contradict myself in a moment, but you, you know what I'm talking about. But the press just blows this thing up. So much so that Biden himself and his administration scolded the New York Times and Washington Post. They're two liberal allies. by saying you've got to stop with the hysterical headlines here. It's not true. What's happening is not true. But the Biden administration couldn't explain what's happening. So that leaves it to me to do it. And, you know, we reach millions of people here, but we're not. Uh, the federal government. Okay, so let's walk through it. Got a pen and paper? Write it down. All right, for your own well-being and your family's well-being. So right now, 164 million Americans have been vaccinated. Okay, out of that, 125,000 people have acquired COVID after being vaccinated. That is a percentage of zero. 0.077%. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay? Um, it is almost impossible for you to get COVID if you were vaccinated. Not impossible, almost. Okay. How about dying? 1,640 people have died. And all of them have compromised immune systems even though they got vaccinated. They have underlying conditions. How about hospitalization? 6,560 people. That's it. 
All right. Out of 164 million people. So this is why I'm so angry. Because the press doesn't do that. They just blow it up. They're desperate. We know they're desperate. And people aren't reading newspapers and not watching television news across the board. They have to lie to get your attention. And they got your attention and mine. Now, the stats that I gave you came from the Centers of Disease Control. The hospitals report to it. All right. Now. The problem here with the Delta variant is unvaccinated people. They're at risk. If you're vaccinated, you're not at risk. I'm not at risk. And I'm not wearing a blanket mask. I don't care what Cuomo says. I'm not wearing it. Now, can I spread COVID? I don't know. Might be. I might have the virus in me and spread it to somebody else. But if that somebody else is vaccinated, they're not going to get it. If they're unvaccinated, they might. Do I feel sorry for people who are unvaccinated who do get COVID? Interesting question. But I'm not going to give up my freedom for those people. I'm not. If you're not vaccinated by this time, that's your decision. And you have a right to make it. But I'm not wearing a mask to protect you. I'm not. Okay, so that's the problem. Unvaccinated people in Florida, they got a flood of cases, all of them unvaccinated. They're in the hospitals. Uh, you know, it's bad. It's bad. This is the most contagious disease I've seen in my lifetime. It's bad. You're not vaccinated. You're going to get hurt. Not if. It's when. You're going to get hurt. Okay, so I've told you the truth down the line, as I always do. Now let's get into uh, some other situations. According to the CDC, 60% of black Americans are vaccinated. 40% are not. It's a big crew. 40% of African Americans not vaccinated. Now, the press will never report on it. You know, obvious reasons. They're not going to report on anything negative that has to do with any minority community. Just not going to do it. It's a news blackout. So that's a lot of folks. And they spread it among themselves in their communities. So a lot of the cases are coming out of there. The other cases are 45% of Republicans who said um, they are not likely to get vaccinated. I don't believe that number. I think that number is lower than that. Um, because this is not CDC. This is Axios. Okay. I, I put that number at a hardcore right at 30%. They just aren't going to do it. I know I have friends who aren't going to do it. And by the way, I don't hold it against my friends. I don't not, I don't, uh, not communicate with them. I don't, it doesn't affect the friendship, although I tell them I think they're wrong, but they got to do what they got to do. Now, the African-Americans and the far right have something in common, as I wrote in my column, and I hope you read it, 
on BillOReilly.com because it tells you, lays out everything and you can read it slowly and you can see it. They don't trust the government. Period. They'll never trust the government. No matter what the government does or who's in charge. Never. And so when the government says take the vaccine, they go, no. That's what it is. There's a good amount of fear in a lot of unvaccinated people. They're afraid. Um, and I'm not going to tell you to be vaccinated. I'm going to tell you to talk to your doctor. If you don't have a doctor, then I can't help you. But I'm not going to say O'Reilly get, is going to tell. I don't tell my friends to get vaccinated. I just said, if you're not vaccinated, you should have a, a damn good reason why. And you should talk to your doctor about it. I mean, I think that's fair. Not intruding on anybody's constitutional rights. If you have a doctor, and you should, you call that person up and talk it over. Okay. Now, here's the real bad part. So a lot of areas are thinking about masking up the kids for school this coming term. That's horrible in every way. There aren't any studies that I've found on children under 12 in America vis-a-vis COVID. We need to have studies here about how COVID intrudes on children under 12. They can get it, but it's rare. And, you know, if I'm a school board person, uh, I, I say the teachers have got to be vaccinated. You want to go into a classroom, you got to be vaccinated. That's fine with me. Because you're in contact with children and all the children aren't vaccinated. You can't get the vax if you're under 12. Can't get it. So you got to be vaccinated if you're a teacher. A lot of teachers aren't because of the unions. So the kids under 12 are really, you know, are you going to mask them up again? Let's see a study on COVID and, and, and under 12s. Oh, this makes me so mad. It, it just... It's so harmful to this country. So here are some places that are mandating masks. I hope you don't live there. New Orleans, D.C., Atlanta, Kansas City, St. Louis, multiple counties in Nevada, Savannah, Georgia, Provincetown, Massachusetts, L.A. County, Palm Beach, Florida, Salt Lake City. All right, they passed the mask mandates. Indoors. So if you want to go inside, you've got to have a mask. Now, the far left, the newspapers, the corporate media, the social media, they want a big, powerful government to tell us what to do. Everybody knows that. In fact, on um, Wednesday, two days from now, we're going to have Mark Levin. He's got a book on it. All right. So they want a big central government to tell everybody what to do. So they use the COVID thing to set up that big central apparatus. No doubt they're doing that. Because most of the places I just read you are run by far-left people. You don't see this in Texas. Even in Florida, which is suffering because of the unvaccinated, DeSantis, the governor, is not going to make a mass mandate. But in the very liberal communities, they will. They want the government calling all the shots. So you got to understand that. Um, poll by Gallup. It says... This is 3,475 adults, 3,475. Okay, a lot, big sample. So uh, your assessment of the coronavirus situation, 
getting a lot a little better, 45%. Staying the same, 14, getting a lot or a little worse, 40%. Now, in March, same question was asked. Better, 77, worse, 7, up 33 points since March on getting worse because of the misreporting, the false reporting by the media and the absolute ineptitude of the Biden administration. See, when you have that nexus, when you have dishonest reporting with incompetence, what a one-two punch that is. Okay, now, for those of you who don't like President Biden or his administration, there is a positive. This is going to backlash like crazy against him because people don't want to be masked up and locked down. There are riots, violent riots in Europe right now, in France and Italy and Germany and other countries, because they're locking down, because they don't have the vax. It's not an unvaccinated problem over there. It's we don't have it at all. And it costs a lot of money over there. It's free here, free here. So Biden, I mean, I'm just sitting to myself going, are you kidding me? You have nothing on your schedule today. You've got a frenzy in the country, all right, of people furious like I am. And you don't answer questions. You're not out there. You got to get rid of Fauci. Nobody believes Fauci anymore except CNN. Who believes Fauci? He comes on, boom, I'm out of there. I don't care what he says. All right, once we found out that he lied about the Wuhan lab financing, that was the end of him. You can't do that. So, but Biden himself, you should stand there at the podium and answer questions with the CDC people behind him. They need a stat just like I gave you. Why couldn't he give those stats on Friday? The same stats I gave you, he has access to, of course. Why couldn't he have done that? Why? There's not one logical reason on earth the man, the leader of the country, would not have done that. I mean, there are going to be some crises in the next few years in this country. We've got to deal with China, who, who knows that Biden is weak and befuddled. And they're going to push it. And this guy, I've never seen, never in my lifetime, seen anything like this. All right. Summing up. So I just went 15 minutes. And Bill at BillOReilly.com. If you have any questions, I'll answer them. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to apply. Summing up. It's an unvaccinated problem. If you did not get the vax, you're at risk from a very vicious disease, okay? That's it. If you did get COVID, you carry antibodies that'll protect you, but we don't know for how long. No one knows for how long. If you are vaccinated, you are protected. We don't know exactly when that's gonna wear off, but we will soon. They're doing testing on it. But now you're protected. You could carry it, but the only one you're going to spread it to are unvaccinated. And to me, I don't want to spread it to anybody, but I'm not. 
locking down and masking up for people who won't get the vax. I'm not. Okay. Migration. So it's a very interesting lawsuit filed by the Department of Justice against the state of Texas Friday afternoon. So you didn't hear about it and it's not going to be covered anyway. So the governor of Texas, uh, Abbott, signed a law that says no person other than a federal, state or local law enforcement official shall provide ground transportation to a group of migrants who have been detained by the Border Patrol. That's the new law in Texas. Now, why did they pass it? Because the federal government hires contractors to send illegal aliens all over the country. And yes, many of them are unvaxxed. But that's not the root of this problem. Their numbers are not big enough. The root of the problem are the American citizens who won't get vaxxed. So anyway, the Department of Justice is suing the state of Texas over this law because the Department of Justice still wants to hire people to move illegal aliens all over the country. That's the crux of the law. I don't know how this will go. I don't. Because federal authority over is over state authority. But we'll see. But I thought you ought to know about it. So um, Fox News is reporting that a thousand illegal immigrants are under a bridge in South Texas. Okay? Now we get the picture there. How could this possibly happen? How? This is Mission, Texas. Number one, how do these people all get in here? And number two, what are they doing under the bridge? So this is just a continuation. In this fiscal year, 1.5 million foreign nationals will be encountered by Border Patrol and federal authorities on the southern border. 1.5 million. Those are the ones that are encountered. You've got to figure another million or so get in without them being encountered. So that's why the people in Mission, Texas are under the bridge. What is Biden doing about it? What? Well, he comes out through Vice President Harris with five pillars. Listen to this. Five pillars to solve the illegal immigration problem. He doesn't call it illegal immigration problem. He calls migration problem. All right. There are the put the five pillars on. Number one, addressing economic insecurity and inequality. This is in Central America and Mexico, not in the USA. Yeah, we're going to solve their economy. Number two. Combating corruption, strengthening democratic governance, and advancing the rule of law. Yeah, right. We're going to solve all those problems down here. Three, promoting respect for human rights, labor rights, and free press. Four, countering and preventing violence, extortion, other crimes. Five, combating sexual, gender-based, and domestic violence. This is just garbage, and it's insulting. You know, he's supposed to be solving a problem. He puts out this BS. Nobody can do that. Except maybe God. If God came down, God could do it. Nobody can do it. All right? It hasn't been. For 400 years, this has been going on in Central, in, in, uh, Central America and Mexico. The United States can't solve their problems. We can't even solve our own problems. We can't even stop the violence in our, play, our cities. We're going to stop the violence in Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala. Mexico, where the cartels run the government? We're going to solve that problem, Biden? How? How? 
You and Harris, you guys couldn't even solve a crime problem in Phoenix, Arizona. So insulting. You know, we elect a president and we expect him to do something. Nothing. And he, Biden, is the cause of the water problem. The sole cause of it. It wasn't Congress. It wasn't Trump. It was him. Whew. Okay. Another political story that caught my eye over the weekend. So you know Mike Lindell, a pillow guy, right? He sells pillows. Spent $50 million a year advertising his pillows. A lot of that's on Fox News, but no longer, according to Mr. Lindell. He's pulling all his ads out of Fox because they wouldn't run a commercial for Mike Lindell's cyber symposium meeting. All right? So that is something to do with election fraud. Lindell's big on that. Lindell wanted to buy time on Fox to promote this cyber symposium. Now, I said to myself, what is this? Why haven't I seen this commercial? All right, if Fox doesn't want to run it, I mean, I need to know what's in it before I can make a decision. So I asked my staff, and they're the best, find the commercial. And we found it, but it wasn't easy finding it. Roll it. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. I run that spot. Hey, Mike, I'll run it. You know, we'll give you our ad rates here. I'll run it. I don't know why FNC isn't running it. He wants people to go to a symposium. He believes the election was a fraud. You want to go? Go. What's the matter with that? You know, uh, that's what he believes. Maybe he's got something. I don't think so, because if he had something, it would have been put out already. But if you want to see a symposium, why not? Why not? Why is Fox banning that? So I, you know, I mean, I'm just telling you, I'll run the spot on the No Spin News. I don't see anything wrong with that. I disagree with Lindell. I haven't seen any evidence that the fraud aspect of the 2020 election was broad enough to overturn it. Not even close. And I've studied it. Now, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm certainly open to listening. All right. If Lindell's got something in a symposium, it'll find its way to me and I'll look at it. So Donald Trump has raised more money than any former president in history, $82 million. Uh, His war chest is now more than $100 million. So he's got plenty of money at this juncture to help other Republicans that he likes and to formulate a a new campaign strategy. Okay, so you heard about the 1619 Project. This is the New York Times thing that says the United States was founded on slavery and white supremacy. 
Um, we're a bad country. We've always been a bad country and everything has to be changed. The architect of that was a woman named Nicole Hannah Jones, uh, who was offered a job at the University of North Carolina, uh, but they wouldn't give her tenure. Hannah Jones said, blank you, I'm going to go teach at Howard University, where she will be in the fall. Now, a a school uh, in Michigan, Hillsdale College, in response to the 1619 project, has formulated a curriculum called the 1776 curriculum, which they will teach in the fall. Joining us now from Pittsburgh is Dr. Matthew Meehan, who is the Director of Academic Programs at Hillsdale College's DC campus. All right, so what's the uh, 1776 curriculum? Well, it's about 2,400 pages worth of teacher's guides, quizzes, primary sources with guides and questions how to do them, facts, dates, timelines, uh, all offered free to the public for uh, public, charter, private, and homeschool for students, parents, teachers, school boards, uh, the whole ball of wax, uh, offered free online uh, at hillsdale.edu, K-12. All right, so it's a uh, traditional way of looking at America. Would that be fair? A traditional way? Yeah, it's it's very just it's what you'd expect, frankly. It's what's been the norm of mainstream history teaching, uh, just basically assembled in a sharper way um, for the new uh, sort of errors of the 1619 project. But Hillsdale's been doing this since 1844, so what's we didn't whip this up in the last six months. Yeah, you're just We've doing been... what you've always done. Now I wrote a book you may know, uh, Killing Crazy Horse. I think it's the fairest book ever written about the Native American wars, but it shows that the United States government was corrupt in some areas during those wars and uh, that the Native Americans got a very bad deal across the board um, often. Would you teach that in Hillsdale? Yeah, the, the, the curriculum doesn't hide any of the warts of American history. Uh, so we get into the evils of slavery. Uh, we're, you know, our first uh, curriculum uh, units that we're offering are the Civil War and the American Revolution and a civics and government program. But we're going to be rolling out and expanding everything through the, the westward migration, which is going to have to deal with the Trail of Tears uh, and the, the mistreatment of Native Americans. We don't hide from the evils of America. The question is, are they contextualized in all the great achievements of America or are they just uh, a sort of awful wax museum of the worst things that we've ever done. Yeah, I mean, the New York Times and others who believe in this 1619, they, they absolutely feel America is an evil place. There's no doubt they do. Uh, and Hillsdale, I know it well enough to know that you feel it's a noble place. That would be fair, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, we're at Hillsdale, we're profoundly grateful to our forebearers, our ancestors, the founding fathers, and all the Americans who came before us. And that's got to be in the forefront of any presentation of this great land of hope. All right. I got one more question for you. And this is a hard question, but I, I, I want to get your as an academic and a respected uh, pedagogue. How about that? Pedagogue, right, doctor? Very. All right. That's a teacher. <laughs> All right. Robert E. Lee. Brilliant general. Um, you know, you want to know about Robert E. Lee, you read Killing Lincoln. But he's a traitor. How would Hillsdale seven? 1776 project treat Robert E. Lee? Um, well, yeah, we wouldn't hide from the fact that he broke his oath, right, and left, right, military service. 
uh, and made a mistake. But I think uh, in a certain sense, the highlight is go look at Lee's words after the Civil War, where he said he made a terrible mistake, basically tried to uh, correct the wrong. So right when someone falls and does a, a great and terrible evil, um, you can focus on uh, their redemption or attempts thereof. But also you would just point at uh, the military acumen um, and as a formidable foe to right in the oh, Civil absolutely. War. And, and if you didn't read Killing Lincoln, a lot of people don't know this, but Lincoln wanted Lee to run the Union Army. He would have been the commander of the Union forces, but Lee wanted to protect his Virginia legacy and, and declined. Well, we wish you the best, Doctor. Uh, we do respect Hillsdale very much. If people want to uh, see your curriculum, how can they get in touch? Uh, if you go to k12.hillsdale.edu or just go to the Hillsdale webpage, uh, there's a number of links you can find and you can download the whole thing, any part of it, grades three through high school. Excellent. I'm sure a lot of people will do that. And uh, I hope we can talk again soon, doctor. Thanks very much. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Thank you. Okay. San Francisco uh, Governor Newsom, who is going to be uh, recalled on uh, September 14th, that is the vote. Okay. And I believe that he's going to be booted. I could be wrong. Um, but you wait and see. So he owns a liquor store. Plump Jack Wine and Spirits, all right? Newsom does. Newsom has a booze store. Uh, and it was, try it was burglarized, or at least attempted to be burglarized this week. And I think this is the fourth time uh, that thugs on, in San Francisco try to break into Newsom's liquor store. Just caught my eye, and uh, it's kind of amusing. They didn't arrest anybody. What a shock, um, San Francisco. Um, Late-term abortion, uh, pretty nasty. Pelosi and Biden, yeah, they're for it. Um, but most American people are not. Here's an Associated Press poll. All right, this is uh, 1,125 adults, 43% Democrat, Republican, 38. So, first question. The first tri-semester, do you believe abortion should be legal or illegal? Legal, 61%. Illegal, 38%. The second trimester of pregnancy, legal, 34 Illegal 65, second trimester. Remember, more Democrats than Republicans in this poll. Last trimester, this is late-term abortion, months seven through nine. Legal 19%, illegal 80%, according to this Associated Press poll. Now, that gives me some hope for the American people. It gives me no hope for Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. And as you know, the American Catholic bishops will... Uh, issue a statement in November whether those two can continue to receive the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist in a Catholic church. I don't see how the American bishops can allow them 
I'm going to predict right now with this poll, because you know the bishops are going to see this. 80% of Americans against late-term abortion. And these two devout Catholics, they both call themselves devout Catholics, promote it. I, I can't imagine a bishop allowing that. All right, Disney. So um, there were some people, including academics, who said that the Disney princess narrative is bad for girls because it tells girls they're defined by their appearance and they often must be rescued by men rather than act on their own. So this is the woke people. So uh, Snow White and, you know, uh, all of the uh, female characters in the Disney cartoons, they're all bad for girls. Well, there's a study at a Brigham Young University and said just the opposite. All right. So uh, 307 girls uh, participated, girls and boys. Uh, and it showed that um, film classics such as Sleeping Beauty and Beauty and the Beach managed to develop healthier views about gender roles for girls. It's not going to. Any, no, nothing will persuade the wokes. The wokes are never going to be persuaded. You see, in history, August 2nd, 1776, the Declaration of Independence was finally signed. It was not signed on July 4th, agreed upon, but not signed. So here are some really interesting factoids here. Now, remember, the Declaration of Independence told the king of England, uh, we're not, uh, not going to be British subjects any longer. So, King George, you can go, you fill in the word yourself. Okay, that's what the Declaration of Independence was. But it took until August 2nd for it to get together. Why? Well, there were dissenters. Four of the 56 delegates wouldn't sign. John Dickinson of Pennsylvania, James Dwayne, Robert Livingston, and John Jay of New York. Why wouldn't they sign? Because the king said, anyone who signs this, we're going to hang you. So apparently they didn't want to be hung. And they didn't believe that the colonists could defeat the British. So it was self-interest. Um, five delegates were not present to sign. That was George Washington, John Sullivan, James Clinton, Christopher Gadsden, and Patrick Henry. They didn't show up to sign. They were on board. They endorsed. They didn't sign. All right, all the rest signed, but it took almost two months for them to write it out. Put the declaration on uh, again. If you go to the Smithsonian, you can see it. Okay. All of those words above the signatures had to be handwritten. It took them almost two months to do that on parchment. So they, they did it. I, I don't know how many copies they had. I should know that. Absolutely should know it. But they had to do it by hand. So today, um, 245 years ago, the Declaration of Independence was signed. Okay. So we have uh, a final thought about the Trump O'Reilly history tour. Good news. And then we have mail and we'll get to both after these announcements. Who was there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundations Never Forget programs engage people in 
9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. All right, let's get to the mail. We go to Jan, concierge member. President Biden did not effectively distribute the vaccine. President Trump set up the distribution system and vaccinated the first one million people. Biden is once again riding on President Trump's coattails. I disagree with that. There was a distribution system in place when Trump left office, but uh, President Biden was primarily in charge when the vaccine rollout happened and it got into the pharmacies and we got the shots. That is the record. Linda, concierge member, yes, you say African-Americans are skeptical about getting the vaccines. Why would that be? I don't say it. It's true. I'm reporting it. There's a difference between saying and reporting. There are many theories that uh, in the past there have been uh, terrible vaccinations forced upon African-Americans, but I think it's fear and distrust of the government. That's what I believe it is. Janet, one mayor, follows our mayor, follows the CDC guidelines instead of his own common sense, and now I have to wear a mask when I go to the grocery store or Lowe's. I'm sorry. I really am. I mean, uh, I made it clear, no mask here. Uh, Jamie Bell, why is China not being held for unleashing COVID on the world? As an American, I am furious with China for bringing this upon us and don't understand why there's no backlash against them. Why is our government not holding them accountable? We can't do anything to China, Jamie, except economic uh, sanctions, and that would hurt the U.S. economy. But what are, we, what are we supposed to do? And the rest of the world is not going to do economic sanctions against China. So we could do it, hurt our own economy, and nobody else would do it. The world we live in. John, President Biden is more than a weak leader. He's a deceptive leader. I think befuddled is a better word. I don't think he can remember day to day what, what is even going on. 
Norman Reinwald, uh, La Mesa, Texas. Bill, I don't understand you equating Joe Biden with Jimmy Carter. Carter was not an open border pro-choice president, and Biden is not a self-proclaimed born-again Christian. It's overall leadership, Norman. I think you understand that. Overall leadership, they're both very similar. Chantal Leffler, El Cajon, California. The thugs who attacked the elder lady in a walker might be enraged, but that's no excuse for their disgusting behavior, which is evil. I said that quite clearly, Chantal. I'm sure you heard it, that it wasn't an excuse. But if you're going to analyze any problem, you need to get to the why of it. And people who beat up old ladies and steal their walkers and everything else are in a state of rage. That's what they are. And therefore, the politicians who are sworn to protect us have to protect us from people in a state of rage. And they don't. The politicians don't. That is an abdication of their responsibility, and it is appalling and dangerous. Ed Freeze, Jacksonville, Florida. I was raised Catholic and never read the Bible. I read Killing Jesus by the pool over the last few days. Mass was so much more meaningful today. I'm glad I could help out, Ed. Killing Jesus, the toughest book Martin Newgard and I ever wrote, uh, but it is worthwhile even if you're not Catholic or even Christian. You need to know about Jesus the man. Uh, Joe uh, Martellaro, New Windsor, New York, finished reading Killing the Mob. I've read all the killing books. I have read all the non-killing books. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. The best was old school. I like old school myself. It's funny. I gave it to all my kids to read. Killing the Mob was excellent. Killing the Mob still doing uh, great business, great summer read. And we have a 40% off Killing the Mob and Killing Crazy Horse. You buy them together, 40% off. And then if you're a concierge member, you get more off. And then, oh, and we'll give you five Stand Up For Your Country bumper stickers if you buy The Mob and Crazy Horse. So you get 40% off, five bumper stickers, and even bigger discounts if you're a concierge member. Unbelievable. (laughs) We're giving it to you. This is just for the summer, just for the end of the summer. Word of the day not be odious. Odious, I love that word. O-D-I. O-U-S, from writing to BillOReilly.com. Back with a final thought on the Trump-O'Reilly history tour. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take 
away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, final thought of the day. Uh, great news today. All the VIP tickets, uh, the big expensive tickets, sold out in all four venues. Put them on up. Um, Fort Lauderdale at Sunrise. Uh, Amway Center Orlando, Toyota Center Houston, American Airlines uh, Dallas. You see the dates in December. Great Christmas gifts. But there are nice seats available. Go to BillOReilly.com. We'll link you right over. Ticketmaster's got them. Um, but they're, they're going. You got to, if you want to go or give these as Christmas gifts, uh, you got to get, you got to mobilize because what happens is the really upfront tickets, those are the VIPs, they're gone. And then the next tickets were good. They'll be gone. And, and then, you know, you know how it goes. So, uh, we're real pleased with this four and a half months of the show and the VIPs are sold out and, and they were pricey because you get, a lot of perks, but we have other, as I said, very, very nice uh, tickets for you in all four venues. Um, just go to BillOReilly.com and say, I want to go to Houston. Boom, pop you right over there or Lauderdale. Not a bad place, Florida in December. I mean, and remember that Christmas gift thing. I mean, you, you give that, somebody that present for Christmas, they're going to remember that their whole life. This show is going to be unprecedented. Thank you uh, for watching us this evening. We'll see you again tomorrow.